0: You've found yourself in another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, of course, we're going to be previewing the Bulls versus Boston Celtics. Can the Bulls keep their streak alive? We'll break all that down and some more Bulls news right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, Locked On Bulls member of Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And we're riding high off a weekend. Uh, The Bulls sit at 3-0 and 8-3 in their last 11 games. But we got a big test ahead of us in Boston tonight. And on top of that, this is a team that we have historically matched up pretty well against. But they got Robert Williams back. Pat, how are you feeling about this game? I
1: still feel good going into this. Uh, we've seen the Bulls playing very well versus the top teams. It uh, doesn't get much better than Boston. Uh, actually, are they number one again? They're number one right now, I right? Think so uh, so yeah, think it, it doesn't get better than Boston. Um, and you know what? I, Robert Williams, excellent asset. I think he does a lot for that team, especially coming back. He's coming off, I believe, his best game since he's returned. He had 11 and 10 the other night. Yeah. Uh, I think that he does cause some issues for the Bulls. But it's like you said, the Bulls match up really, really well with this Celtics team. This might be the game where they get us, um, but I don't think it sends us back down this feeling of like, oh, my God, the Chicago Bulls are a god-awful organization and a god-awful team and a guy God- and have god-awful players again. Um, but I, I think that this is a game that will come down to a very last shot, um, probably a – DeMar DeRozan type of shot. Hopefully uh, this one actually goes in and doesn't sail over the, bo- uh, the basket, and we don't have to sit here and talk about the two-minute report because the refs are horrible. But uh, I think this is going to be a close game for the Bulls. It's going to be a tough game. Boston, listen, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they, they're monsters. And then you, you add in how deep this team goes, I mean they, – they, they are outside of Milwaukee, right? The best candidate to go to the NBA finals yet again. And and with a completely different coach, with a completely, they, they bounce back crazy and they they just play a good brand of basketball to watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy watching the Boston Celtics play. They Like you said, especially they have a lot of players that give it all on both sides of the ball and that, that you got to respect that, that hustle. And the Bulls are going to have to come in this game locked in. Um, they have to, we've seen them have the kind of best games when they not only move the ball around on offense and that, but um when they also uh, set the tone defensively and this is going to have to be a game that they are all engaged early and throughout the whole game defensively and if they do that we know that they can play with Boston but they have to execute very well and that margin of error gets uh gets taken down some uh once once uh, Robert Williams is back in the lineup so
1: is this a game where you can still play everything through Vooch right we know that that's been kind of the bulls focal point and how they've won a lot of these games, right, how they've come out on the winning end. But this is a game where you can continue to just play the play your game through Vooch knowing now that it's not going to be uh, Grant Williams down there guarding him in the paint anymore. You're going to have a legitimate center that can go down there and, and, and bang on the boards with Vooch, and he can he can cause some havoc down there. right? Even in the last game, you kind of could still do it because, yeah, Larry Markkinen's got the size for sure, but Vooch kind of can – Uses footwork and finagle away from and, and get Larry to jump in the air, different things like that. But I don't know if you'll be able to play a hundred percent through Vooch. And that might actually uh, be a, a struggle part for the Chicago Bulls. In this.
0: Yeah. I do think that you, you should try to play through Vooch early and then see how that, uh, uh, how the team adjusts to that. But I'll tell you what, if Vooch isn't scoring as they're yep. going th- uh, through him, especially with Rob Williams, then, yeah, they're not going to find very much success. So this going to have to be something where, um they just they they ride the hot hand if somebody can get hot, and if not, just keep moving the ball around. They may have to try to push the ball a little bit more in transition which we've seen the team do a lot here recently as well yeah. um yeah, I mean really it it really depends on a couple of matchups and how you win or lose those matchups, and then what do you do to counteract it so
1: and it's it's going to be interesting, right? Especially going into this. Bulls are still shorthanded, by the way. If anybody's wondering, uh, mm-hmm. if, as far as the injury report looks, Smart's day to day. He's got a little bit of a knee issue, um, but we don't have our guys that that can play like Marcus Smartness uh, at, at this point. Alex Cruzo still out. Javante Green uh, listed as out. Tony Bradley's out. He's in health and safety protocols. Of course, Lonzo Ball's out. He's been out all year. He probably will be out all year, but uh, but he's taking jump shots. But. Uh, <laughs> He's he's jumping on jump shots, and I like Yag. Um, you're you're gonna have to figure out kind of, and I think they have right. Like to me, this is a game that you go back to P Will. <clears throat> Excuse me, that you go back to P Will. Uh, that you attack with P Will a lot more. You're gonna have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown focusing on Demar and Zach Levine more than likely most of this game. This is a time to me where you need that one guy to be different. Actually, and and I will say this, another guy that you could you could focus in on, even if P. Will's not hitting the shots, right, just him being aggressive makes a big difference. Io assume has played really, really well in his matchups with the Boston yep. Celtics. I think he has to be a focal point on this team. And he's, I mean, guys haven't, now granted, he hasn't been able to hold anybody either because when they brought in Malcolm Brogdon, he was cooking Io. But, Hopefully, right, we'll see a little bit of a difference in that and and you'll see uh uh will actually be able to kind of keep that, keep that how he's played versus Boston going this year.
0: How have you liked how the 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 energy from the bench has been even with Alice Crusoe and Javante Green out?
1: I, I think you can tell that there's there's something missing. I, I'll say this. the the energy I like. I like uh how Drummond's come in. I like the connection that him and Dragage have had. I think we've liked that from day one. Kobe White's been he's been balling he, you can't even take it. Like he's, he's to the point where we're looking at Alice Caruso, like, Hey bro, not for nothing, but uh, you're the one that's not healthy this year. And all we heard about you this offseason was how you were building your body up to play 36 minutes. It ain't working. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing that I will say That is my biggest concern is, and and I'm sure every Bulls fan in here has seen this, uh, no matter what DJJ does when he goes to the bucket, he will be holding his wrist. He will be holding his leg. He will be falling on the ground. DJJ is the most injury-prone, non-injured player I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He gets hurt every time he goes to the bucket, but he never leaves the game. (laughs) Like, legit, every time he goes for a layup, it's just like, I blew my shoulder out. Let me shoot these free throws real quick. It's like, are you okay, dog? Like, <laughs> you need to blink twice if Billy's making you do this. <laughs> oh, uh, but man. yeah, outside of that, man, I think I think they found some ways to do some good things. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I think you're you've also played against some teams where they've had injuries, so the bench hasn't been as deep, right? We played against Philly. Philly doesn't have Embiid. Uh, we played against um, the Jazz. The Jazz are running with Vanderbilt in the starting lineup because um no Colin Sexton over there right like yeah I know here come all the Colin Sexton jokes uh but sh- shut up <laughs> but um you know we've played against some teams that haven't had their full strength of bench but I think that the Bulls even in that right like we saw them lose those games so I think the resiliency that they've showed over these last uh uh the, the, I mean the last 11 12 games has been really good even on the bench side
0: yeah, for sure. I, I, they they play with great energy, um, just overall. And I like even even the last game against against the Utah Jazz. Yeah, the team uh, you can tell didn't have their best legs, but I like the way that it came across by the end of that game. So I felt like they were smarter in that game
1: too. It, fe- it feels like the IQ of the team has come up as a whole. Which listen, you're going to need versus Boston. You've matched up really well versus them, but mm-hmm. it really feels like the IQ of the team has been higher because right in the second and third quarter. Of course, in the third quarter, right, we give up a 41 point quarter. That's not the recipe for it, but I think at the end of that quarter we were we down seven or eight, something like that, six, right? You think? You're six, right? You're down, yeah. but and you gave up a huge quarter. But in that moment, right, you you have an understanding that hey, uh, when you looked on the court, you're like Demar's not really doing much. Uh, Zach isn't even on the court. Booch isn't running, right? Like, it, and it was almost like, hey, are we being smart and like not? burning ourselves out just to try and stay in this game? Are we actually going to save ourselves for the fourth quarter? Of course we did, right? Because then 41 points in the fourth quarter, they scored 29, I believe. And, I, I mean, listen, it, it seems like the level of basketball IQ around this Bulls team is moving in the right direction. And that's what I love, man. And and the defensive IQ, although uh, I, I will say this, a little trivia. Uh, over the last 10, what do you think Zach Levine's defensive rating is?
0: 122.
1: Yo, you must have looked at <laughs> it. No, I didn't. Is that really no, what it was? It's
0: 121.9. <laughs> wow. Okay. I really had no idea. That's crazy.
1: It, it was wild to me when I looked at that, just because I was like, Zach's been playing really good defense. And I looked at it and I was like, man, how's he, how's he playing this bad? This is like worse than the NBA, gotta
0: be. Like 122 is crazy. Bro, that's crazy high. But I don't know. But I feel like when I. When you watch the game, Zach's definitely active defensively. I can't think of, like specific it's times. One on one
1: defense has been good. Yeah. I I don't know, bro. I <laughs> it, there's that, and then there's like the uh, the the plus minus. Everybody loves to throw plus minus out I there, hate that. and it cracks me up because I looked at the last game and it was just like uh, Patrick Williams was a plus nine, Zach Levine was a plus one and I believe DeMar DeRozan was a negative three or maybe that was the other way around one or the other. And I was like, yeah, this would tell you that DeMar played us out of the game the entire time. Yeah. Oh no, it was Vooch was a plus one. I was like, Vooch gave you no impact. And Patrick Williams was one of the best players on the court all night, but that's that's not what we saw. (laughs) That's
0: crazy. But next up, we're going to be talking about Zach Levine, a report from Joe Cowley, Uh, Zach Levine and Billy Donovan's relationship may be quote unquote strained. But before we get into that, got to talk to you guys about TurboTax go to TurboTax and don't uh do your taxes meet with the expert who do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do uh, not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax 100% expert guarantee, an expert will do your taxes for from- From start to finish so you can relax. Feels good to be with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full-service products only. Video meeting with experts. Does your taxes required? See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees.
1: Well well done there, TurboTax. (laughs) Well done there.
0: Well done there. That was a good read. Next <laughs> level bro. That was <laughs> that was a good read. <laughs> no, who wasn't? But what? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, old faithful Joe Cowley over there, um, wrote an article that the Zach Levine and Billy Donovan relationship is strained. How do you feel about that, uh, Pat? Do you do what? I know it's it's been some stuff over the season. Do you think there? How much validity are you giving to this article? Is the better question there.
1: Um. Here's the thing. He, he says it's strained, but it's workable. I can't say that I don't think that that's not a hundred percent true. I think that we've seen that Zach and Billy have have kind of gotten irritated with each other. Um, you you good? Give it a sec. Welcome back. <laughs> I think we've seen that Zach Levine and Billy have gotten irritated with, you, with each other this season, right? Um, Zach Levine kind of saying that it's on Billy for benching him, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Like different yeah. things like that. I don't know if that's still playing a part. I think in the article it also talks about how that that specific time where he got benched was putting a strain on the relationship. I don't know if that's, that's going to play a part in this in the long run. At the end of the day, right, winning cures all, and right now the Bulls are winning, so... I think that that's the most important thing. And and, and it's clear to me that Zach Levine is, has bought in, right? I think there's there was just that growth period where you had to figure out what the heck was going to be the best thing for your team to win. We we forget, right, like Zach and DeMar didn't play a ton without Lonzo last year. Um, and when they did play, they didn't win very much when, without Lonzo last year. So there's still that how do we put this together and put a good product on the court and sometimes that goes with some growing pain. Sometimes that goes with some struggles that come in. Billy Donovan's got to make some tough calls, some tough decisions. Uh, but you know what? At least over the last eleven, it feels like it's working. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned by it. I don't think that it's a bury the story kind of thing, though. I will say that
0: yeah I don't think I don't think there's in the long run there's much to it. um, like you said, winning cures all, and I'm sure when this team is losing then on top of the other things that happened, Zach getting bent, Billy Donovan looking at Zach and saying, hey, the player that I'm supposed to be able to rely on just has been up and down this season, yeah. but you've seen them be very complimentary of each other over the over the last eleven games and and when the bulls have been winning. so you know the fact that it's that it was even said it was workable in there that's kind of the key there and um you know, coaches and and some players have worked through work, uh, worse. It, it wasn't always all sunshine and rainbows between Phil and, and MJ. Like he, MJ got to do a damn near whatever he wanted, but there, yeah. it wasn't. So you know, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta work through some stuff. To me, that just t- shows two people and as a team too. I think we've recognized the team as a whole and the coaches as a whole. They they just they were just tired of losing, and, and they you know, and they figured it, it out. Yeah,
1: and you know what? That, this is what happens when you go through a beginning of the season like the Bulls have gone through, right? Like honestly, yeah. when you look at look at every team, right? Remember, uh, uh, um, why can't I think of his name now? Uh, buddy that was coaching the Celtics last year that got fired. Um, Aime Odoka, right? Yeah. Ime Odoka at the beginning of the season was going to get fired at the end of the year. Remember that? Like, there's there's always these stories, these negative storylines that come out. Uh, even when you start to win on struggling teams. And and though the Bulls have won a lot over their last little stretch, right, there's still a team that has struggled early on in the season. Hopefully they're getting it together. It feels like they're starting to move in the right direction, but, they're still a struggling team at this point. And so you're looking at this team and you're saying, hey, there could be some issues here. There could be some moves that are made. There could be some trades that come in. And there's going to be some hurt feelings that happen probably around this trade deadline. Then there's going to be a lot of things people don't agree with. But at the end of the day, are the Chicago Bulls moving in the right direction? As of right now, we can say that, right? And so if there is is those hurt feelings, if there have been those hard conversations, they seem to be working. That's what you want to see from a team. This is not... um, Everybody come together. I know that's the modern NBA, right? Everybody has to love each other and hug each other to make things work. We've seen teams have a ton of success with guys that couldn't stand each other. Uh, Does it make the working relationship a lot better if everybody likes each other? Yeah, but listen, uh, sometimes coaches do things that piss players off. Eric Spolstra's been pissed off. At Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's been pissed off at Eric Spolstra. LeBron James has been pissed off at Ty Lue. It, it hasn't stopped these guys from winning together, and I think that's the part that you can't overlook. Right? If, if this all of a sudden goes down the toilet bowl, and, and we're looking at the end of the season, and we're like, remember, remember December and January. That was a, that was a fun time at the end of that, wasn't it? That's a different situation, but we're not there yet. You know. So, I think, like I said, it's something to keep an eye on. I don't think it's something to dive completely into and say, this is the reason why this guy, right? Like that, that's what every show is going to do now, right? Like if the bulls lose the Boston, it's going to be like, see, we told you Billy Donovan and Zach Levine don't get along. And this is the reason why they lost the Boston for the first time this year. It's like sometimes people beef.
0: (laughs) I mean, and that's just real. And it doesn't mean that you hate the person, right? It's just like, hey, man, you're getting on my nerves right now. Maybe that, and I, and we've all said it before. Everyone who's a com, uh, competitor by nature says it. There are going to be times when you're on the same team and you guys get on each other's nerves and, and or do whatever. and But in being able to hold each other accountable and, and, and work through and talk through those conversations, that's when the bond can get stronger. And that's what I think we're seeing with this team so far in the stretch. And it's been really good to see a team that seems like Zach and DeMar are are more so focused with getting other people involved in the game so that that way they can cook more in the the third and fourth quarters or whatever else it is. So it's been really good basketball to see from this team here lately. And I hate that this kind of article comes out at – and it seems like it's always like that, right? When things are low, articles come out that get us lower. When things are high, we don't ever get nothing written about the positive times. It's just the next negative time. That's all it is, man.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's – I'll be honest with you, right? If I was worried about it – even if the Bulls were winning, I'd be more worried about it if we were seeing the same kind of offense being played. Um, but Goran Dragic made the statement earlier in the season, guys got to make sacrifices. Tell you what, yeah. DeMar DeRozan has made some sacrifices here. Zach Levine has made some sacrifices these last couple of games. Um, Patrick Williams has stepped his game up. Bio DeSumo has stepped his game up, right? Like They're sacrificing for a reason. And so I think that you have to look at it and say, if it was the same thing, right, we're still seeing the the, the – his turn, my turn, his turn, my turn offense, mm-hmm. I'd be right there with you. Listen, there's probably some issues there because they're still doing the his turn, my turn thing. And I don't think everything's 100% solved. I told y'all. Uh, you saw when DeMar started taking those shots, right? The team just kind of dropped their shoulders and let DeMar do what he was going to do. And they just they they realized he was going to shoot the basketball. So there's still some, some of those things, I think, to work through. But at the end of the day, you're seeing a team that is, implementing a style of offense that they didn't want to run at the beginning of the season, start to win while running that style of offense. You're seeing a team buy in more defensively. They still have some mental lapses where they've got to adjust themselves defensively. They do. Uh, listen, when when Larry Markin has started cooking, I was just like, hey, anybody going to step in front of them or run back on the <laughs> defensive end? You know what I mean? But uh, I, I don't think that we're seeing the same issues that we were seeing before. And that that means a lot to me with this team.
0: I definitely agree with you there, brother.
1: Hey, but uh, as we get into the final topic, as we look at the week ahead, man, because the Bulls got some games here, man. They got they got to get they 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 got to make sure they get their protein in there, brother. Because hey, Built Bar's got them covered. You know what I'm saying? If they're looking for a delicious treat on the way to France, even that'd be kind of dope. I'm not gonna lie to you, Built. Y'all got to get on that. Get the sponsorship for the Bulls on the way to France. If they're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and the calories, you got to go with Built Bar. Hey, listen, we just got through the holidays. I'm starting up with my personal trainer. And you know what? My goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year. And if you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then I got the thing just for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. I mean, honestly, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for that New Year's resolution. And they come in flavors like churro, churro, dog. Churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste just like candy bars. And the best part about it is they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. So that's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk up to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box, a Built Bar. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs at Walmart or Sam's Club. They've got the 13 box over at Sam's Club with the hit flavor brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Make sure to check it out over at Built.com or go to your local Walmart and or Sam's Club to grab you a couple of Built Bars.
0: Dun 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 dun. All right. Uh, <laughs> so Just bulls after, in on anything now. after yeah anything because it, it seems like it's not coming back. So I got to fit it in. I miss it. I, <laughs> fit it in, I don't want to. Um, but uh, <laughs> after facing Boston tonight, we got three games left on the week. We got Washington on Wednesday, OKC on Friday, and Golden State Sunday. The Bulls currently sit right now at two games below 500. The closest to 500 so far this season. How are they looking after these next four games, brother?
1: I do. I I believe I said that we could beat Boston again. I think we match up well with them. I think I said that over on the breeze. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that we will beat Washington. Who's the third team we play? OKC. I said we'd lose to them. I said we would lose to OKC again. Uh, One, because I'll tell you this uh the bulls have a tough schedule coming out playing every other day and when it, it just looks like right like when they play against a young team it's just like we're not gonna stop running they just be like you know what go ahead run uh, <laughs> so I, I think we take the L to okc and i think we finish the week off with a win i think we'll be three and one by the end of this week
0: you said we beat golden state sunday i i is is steph back is Steph, um, no, I don't.
1: Think he's. So. I don't think he's. I don't think he's anywhere near being back. I mean, you still got to worry about the pool party and uh, Clay Thompson. I'm not saying there's going to be a, a guaranteed win, but I believe it's in Chicago as well. That they're on no, the road. Rec- in the
0: Golden State. Are we in Golden State? Hold on, let me double check that. No, we are in Chicago. I was, I was gonna say
1: we played them twice in Golden State this yeah. year, and we got that's three games fault. against them. But no, ah, uh, yeah, we're we're I, it's away from uh, Golden State. They've struggled away from Golden State this year. Not to say they don't still have a ton of talent on that team, but I think that's a game there that the Bulls can get, and I think that's a game that that's kind of a defining game uh, for this team. But again, another game where uh, we I, I forget who said. I think it was L.A.R.A. said. Uh, the theme of the season is a caveat. No stuff makes a difference in that game. <laughs> like a little a little bit different there.
0: So that will put the Bulls, I believe it, one game above 500 if it goes that way. So the Bulls are coming out of the stretch going into the trip to Paris and then the much easier part of their schedule above 500 um do they lose
1: because they're prepping for Paris and like mentally trying well, to get the Well no,
0: because keep in mind, they have four days off before the trip and four days off after. They got time to get themselves together. That's true. That's true. Right. That makes
1: that makes the difference. Yeah. What do you think, dog? What do you think? How do you think the Bulls fare after this week?
0: Man, um, I just every time you play, play against Golden State, I just feel like somebody lights us the hell up. Um yeah. but that, Boston, that is a
1: fact. It's usually Clay.
0: Yeah, but what well, and yeah or, or some random person um but Boston <laughs> Boston I'm gonna say is a win I agree Washington could be a win okay see like you said the young teams and that is it's not on the back to back though
1: I it's s- one that the Bulls should win but it's yeah. the, I think that's the reason maybe it's the PTSD as well it's like they're not gonna win all of them
0: <laughs> yeah they're not
1: they're not gonna sweep the week here
0: no um I I guess I'll I'll go with you and say three and one. I'm just I'm just thinking the loss comes against Golden State. I just I can't bet. You that think we're we beat win. OKC? I think we could beat OKC. Okay, all right. Well,
1: I, I know we can beat OKC. I think I think the tough part is right. Will they? Right. Those are the teams that any team that's just like young has a random like big and then some dude that's not supposed to beat you and OKC checks all those boxes. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, that's those are the teams that we end up losing to a lot of the time. Yeah, but hey, maybe this modern brand of basketball is going to be a little better. Bulls play a little better defense. I don't know.
0: Who knows? I mean, we are now playing, like you said, a, a, a offense from at least this decade. We're working. <laughs>
1: yes, so. we are playing a twenty. I, I, I'll give it a twenty eighteen offense. We're playing a twenty eighteen offense. Not going to say twenty twenty two yet or twenty twenty three now. Not going to say twenty twenty three yet. But we are at least in the modern era of basketball with how the how we're passing the ball around.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: All right, man. You got anything left, brother? Nah, man. Follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. Follow us both, or yeah, I just said that. Follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Uh, if you see the blue check mark on there, I had to buy it. I had to
0: because <laughs> yeah. I post
1: longer videos. It's not. It's not me trying to be cool and say I have a check mark. I, I post longer videos. I'm not gonna lie. You know that's the only reason I was like, bro. I don't want to buy this.
0: Thing. I know. I remember we talked about it before. Yeah.
1: I literally was like, bro, like don't don't just give it to me. That's like a participation trophy. Like I, I wanted to work for it, dog. I wanted to work for it.
0: But uh, you guys can follow me at CEO CEO C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game uh, covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Path of Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace.